Hello, everybody, and welcome to Throwers. I'm joined, as always, with Chris Ronalds. Hey, no, Chris. I am sober, Alan. How are you? <laughs> ah, sober. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think first off, we might just have to dive straight into apologies. Um, uh, I, I, I listened to it the other day. Uh, it's not as bad as I thought it could be. Um, definitely didn't listen to a second of it before it went out. Um, I'm sure everyone's aware of that. But yep. uh, last week was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So much fun. This is awesome, but um, yeah, apologies. There was a lot of swearing. Uh, we don't. We're not normally super clean, but we're not. We were pretty loose. <laughs> we were very uh, loose. So, so sorry about that. If it took some people off guard, um, what else? I've already forgotten. All, there was a few things that uh, we messed up. The big one was the parked media not <laughs> not hyping up the uh, the live coverage. So um, whoops, sorry about that, uh, Kyle and Ash. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Um, and then we got some gold uh, from one of the people that helped us out with the um, play radar, and I forgot to put that out there. Uh, oh, a couple others, I don't know. I think we slammed a couple of people too. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we also we also ran with a um, a special category for Leo Dykes, who oh, yeah. was <laughs> completely a bystander in the whole situation. It wasn't even there. Um, yeah, that was one of the stories. Uh, yeah, gave Leo a clip, and uh, Leo wasn't one of the guys playing basketball. It was just some other tall kid that Ryan knew. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I would say one of our best, and if this doesn't sell you on listening to it, definitely go back and listen. Yeah, if you didn't listen to last week, go listen to last week. Um, it's very good. Well, I don't know. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> it was something. It was, it was funny, I think. I but, think so um, too. It was a lot of fun to do. Uh, so thanks again for the guys to uh, for putting up with it. Uh, the two SA boys were half into it, and uh, Daz fell asleep instantly. I think, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, Oscar was also there. Oscar put up with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, thanks uh, heaps to those guys. Um, all right, so nationals. Run and done. Uh, <laughs> what a weekend. What a weekend. It was so much fun. I had such a good time. Uh, we went there early. We had a cool house. We did the live pod. We drank some nice whiskeys and had some great food and just great weekend. Uh, and we played a little bit of disc golf. Yeah. Uh, some of us played more disc golf. I definitely had considerably more disc golf than you. <laughs> you had a bit of disc golf, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so we might check in. We might work bottom to top this time. We'll, uh, no, I like that idea. Check in on the uh, MA40 crew who were off early in the morning and uh, thankfully gave a little buffer for us, for MA1 people like me. Yes. Uh, and what a absolute blistering pace Al Don set with a first round Neg 6, 1,000 rated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? Crazy. Just just absolute nonsense. Uh, um, yeah, in- I incredible. I can't find... A, like, so that's a 54. What's hilarious is there's there's no 55s, no 56s, no other 50s full stop no. to, be, to be found at the division. The next best I can find anywhere on the board is a 62. So... Uh, just smoke show early by Alistair Don. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, insane. And uh, the round one best score was uh, sixty three. So he went into it with nine stroke lead, and yeah. uh, it's pretty hard pressed to lose from there. And uh, he didn't. So <laughs> great work, Al. Uh, did what he needed to do in the end. Uh, both these next two rounds maybe slightly below rating, but <laughs> who gives a shit when you threw a thousand rate around? Like, <laughs> let's go. Hold so, on for dear life. Yeah, so three stroke victory in the end over uh, Joshua Conroy. Yep. Uh, now, not... neither of those names were our tips. Do you remember nah. who you tipped? Uh, I think I ended up going with. Nah, I've forgotten. <laughs> I was looking. I was like, if I look at the names, I'll remember. But no, nah, oh, Anthony Majin. Yeah, yeah Majin. correct, correct. And and I went Casper. So both our tips got top ten. 
Um, was it Gareth or someone threw out John Showbom got and got the podium? So yeah, well done to whoever it was when we were drunk and tipped John. That was a good tip in the end. Yeah, it was big fight back too for John. Uh, not a great first round plus nine, and then uh, yeah, plus two and a plus six for the final two that caught his way right back up. So yeah, great event for the Tassie local. Set. Mm. And then uh, Lukey Poe, Poe, the highest Victorian, just there in fourth place, one place behind. So, um, yeah, I spoke to him. He was a little uh, a little down on his on his weekend, but fourth place is nothing to sneeze about. You know what I mean? That's a big, big field too. So, Yeah, I, I'm sure he had high expectations, obviously, going in as the highest rated player in the field. Um, I'm sure he would have liked to have podium, but... Uh... Alistair Don had other ideas. Yeah, exactly. There was not. Yeah, there was nothing anyone was going to do after that. Yeah, uh, we do have to have a special mention. Someone hit us up. Uh, who hit us up today about Owen? Oh, that was Lee Thompson. Yeah, Lee Thompson. So, what Someone, was Owen's deal? Yeah. So, and Lee's obviously uh, finished twelfth um, in that same field, but um, he wanted an honourable. Um, spotlight to come his way and I'll, I'll read it out verbatim otherwise I won't do it justice even though first of all uh, Owain is not from Victoria let's give him a rev up he wrecked his bicep tendon playing Inverley on the way home from eruption had surgery on it a day or two before champs played day two and three with his left hand whilst he was throwing arm was in a sling and he scored reasonably well as well yeah, he did. It wasn't bad. It wasn't even that bad. Like, uh, insane. I, I knew that he planned on doing it. He, Tazzy Local as well, he's the guy who owns the property at uh, Wallaby Hill. Correct. And, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he hurt himself. He planned on playing left-handed. But then he, he kept getting called in and then have it get cancelled, called in and have it cancelled, his surgery. Uh, but once he finally had it, I was like, well, that's it. Surely you don't, you've just had bicep surgery. You don't play. But he's like, nah. It's in a sling. I'm fine. <laughs> what a nut. Uh, old mate tights, Andre, and a guy by the name of Andrew Cowan got outperformed by him in the final round. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not bad. He shot the same score as old mate Ryan Nicholson. <laughs> Come on, <Yeah>. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, and then the uh, FA1. So we'd mentioned no Georgia and no Emma. So uh, in our mind, it was up for anyone, but yeah. it wasn't. Someone absolutely barnstormed it. Uh, Sam Ockerby. Yep. Uh, we got to have a drink with her at the players' function uh, after, was that maybe just after round one or after two rounds? That was after uh, round one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think just after round one. She was... Yeah. Stoked. She was up and yeah, about. She was with a pretty up good and early about. lead. Mm. Yeah. I think she said she shot the same round as Sarah, so she's like, get around me. And I'm like, yep. oh, yes, I respect that. Um, yeah, um, she, like obviously significantly above her rating round one, nearly 100 rating points above, um, as similar to Alistair, and then uh, just held on. But to be honest, she went best round, best round, just about best round. So that is a wire to wire victory. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely smashed it. Second place, Sue Summers. Great event for her, but yeah, nowhere near where Sam was at. She just, what a weekend for her. And uh, Helena Walker rounding out the podium. Uh, f- and, oh, sorry? I feel like you've, uh, oh, I've missed I something. Definitely, nah, something. nah, nah, nah. I Jul- weird Julie's button. in there at second. Nah, that's my bad. I pushed a weird button. I was trying to look at the round one results and then it didn't filter back. Yeah, Julie Laneville. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. In second. And uh, Sarah, maybe. Definitely in third with Sue Summers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Good pun. Whoopsies. <laughs> All right. And then uh, up to the, the biggest field of the weekend, 38 players. Uh, it's got to be the biggest field I've ever played in. Uh, it's just got to be. And oh, it would be the biggest MA1 field um, in Australia ever. It's got it. Like, it's massive, out, out of yeah. control. Uh, and I was very, very nervous about being on 100th card and having to get up <laughs> get up early. But, um, yeah, kind of went the other way. 
Um, <laughs> I honestly could hijack the whole pod and go shot for shot, hole for hole through my entire three rounds and um, would love every second of it. <laughs> and would listen back multiple times. And would listen, yeah, 100% listen back multiple times. But um, I don't think all of our listeners are up for it. So I'm going to go with uh, as short as I possibly can with uh, what happened here. Must uh, go in. <laughs> so I'll... We're going to start at the doubles, but I'll be quick, I promise. <laughs> so you and I are in the doubles, and uh, we're both playing pretty well. I, I'm, we mentioned it last week, but uh, I think the listeners could tell that we were both pretty shocked at how, like, of a good, such a good score we put up. If someone had said we we're going to get next seven for the start of the round, we would have told them we're dreaming, probably, right? That's 100%. And yeah. did we not, yeah, did we pull a neg eight or a neg seven? Well, it must have been neg eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it must have been neg eight. Uh, so incredible. Uh, and uh, both of you and I were throwing some pretty good shots. I was feeling pretty good. Had a practice round the next day, shot neg three. Uh, easily the best I've ever shot at point meter. So going into it feeling pretty good, but still, it's like I'm the, let's have a quick look at it. The uh, 20-something highest rated player. Uh, well below middle of the pack. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too G'd up for it. But yeah, round one, uh, just shot really well. Like uh, threw a lot of really good shots. I didn't really hit any parts. Like it wasn't until the 18th hole that was the first sort of putt that I hit. Everything else was either like an excellent drive or just a good scramble or something like that. But uh, neg two and found myself on lead card. And I, I remember speaking to you the next day and I was like, it's funny because like I genuinely have no thoughts of winning this tournament. But I'm sure all those other guys on, on the card are like, yeah, this is where I should be, lead card, on my way to winning it. And I was just <laughs> laughing because I'm just assuming like a plus 10 or something is coming the next day and Alice slips back down. But uh, another great day of not really hitting any putts, um, but just throwing really, really well. And I was like, okay, all right. I finished with an even which uh, it was pretty bad condition. So that was good enough to keep me in lead guard. I was in third place. I think three strokes behind uh, our leader. And same deal though. I was like, yeah, that's sick. But, you know, I probably won't win. But I definitely had a different attitude. In the morning, I was like, you know what? Let's just go win it. Like, I'm there. Let's go. Fair enough. Uh, but I was definitely I was definitely still looking at um, Marcus and a few of the other guys behind me and just seeing how many slip-ups I could have before I slip out of the top 10. <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's pretty bad. It'd be, I had to stuff it up pretty bad to slip out of the top 10 at this stage. But I still wasn't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, just throwing great again. The first time I didn't stuff up hole one really badly. Uh, you guys were there to, to watch that. And then, yeah, bunch of birdies. I think I was uh, six down through 10. Correct. It was just out of control. Um, so stoked. It was about, I reckon it was at about four down through seven that we got a separate group chat going not to distract you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just was on one. Uh, throwing great and then parting well. This was the combination right there. Was, all the parts were there. Um, and yeah, we got to the ninth hole, the downhill one, and I'd left my drive short. It was really windy. And then I left my upshot short. I'd hit that one bush on the right. So I'm sitting at about seven meters and I was there the day before as well and went for it. Luckily hit cage and it stayed and took the bogue. And, um, I didn't, yeah, I knew, I knew I was playing really well, but I hadn't actually checked the scores recently. So I was shooting, I was up one or two, but I didn't exactly know what was going on. Uh, but I was staring at it for a second and I go, you know what? I'm playing really well. Let's go. Let's bang it. So, you know, at that dangerous basket, just canned it. And I was like, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, and then the dude in front of me who was leading to start the day, he was about a meter or a meter and a half in front of me. He laid up. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. So he takes a bogue. Uh, and then, yeah, I got the next birdie, beautiful shot. Missed the island. <sighs> no good. And then this is when Hayden starts making his comeback. I think after the 10th hole, I had a four-stroke lead. Um, and then uh, Hayden really started putting the hammer down. Uh, getting a few birdies. I'm just getting a lot of pars. Sneak a birdie, get another bogey. Uh, we get to the 
uh, 16th hole, I've just bogeyed 15th with a bad upshot. Frustrating. Um, so now there's only one stroke in it. We're playing 16, and Hayden puts his drive to like five meters, and I put mine to a thousand meters. Like it's the furthest drive I've thrown in my life. Uh, the destroyer just flipped up in the headwind and it went for so long, but now I'm so far from the basket. I'm on the high side throwing down. So I get it, throw the upside down, little Scooby boy skids up, goes just in front of Hayden's disc. And then he steps up to it. And I'm thinking, and he's a very good putter. Um, he told me how he's like a putter. That's his thing. And I'm thinking, all right, he's about to can it. And then I got to hopefully hit mine just to make it a tie ball game. Anyway, he uh, he lays up. He lays up from five metres. You know, it's that dangerous basket, high side. It was headwind. Well, but, we... But, I mean, there's only a few holes left. Do you want to win or do you want to win? Yeah. So, I um, if oh, I can't describe you the confidence I had. I <laughs> There's not a chance in hell I was going to miss that putt. Like, he just lays up. It just gives me that one-stroke uh, lead still. So I grabbed my pig, walked straight up to it, looked at it for a second and just jammed it, like putted hard in dead center. Just walked away like, I cannot believe you just did that. Um, we get to 17. We both park it. He's starting to get nervous now. I'm talking to uh, Jono, who's carrying my bag for me. And I, uh, we got the island for 18 come up. And I go, well, he goes first. So if he doesn't put it close, I'll just throw him a zone as hard as I can, knowing that I can't get it, over, get it to the creek. And then lay up. So he puts it in a weird spot. He puts it like 9, 10 meters from what we can see from the tee. Like I said, he's a good putter. And I'm just looking at it and I go, you know what? Uh, I've got a one-stroke lead here. But, you know, if he, if he hits it and I end up taking the three, then we go to a playoff. I've stunk up hole one all weekend. Uh, and he, Hayden's birdied it twice out of the three rounds. So we had a bit of a gallery foreman. And I uh, turn to the gallery and I say, you know what? We play to win. And I, like I said, I just, I just seen him lay up and I had all the confidence in the world. So I'm thinking if I lay up, you know, and take that three, then he's definitely going to hit that part. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's like, how can you give me this chance? Yeah. Anyway, I pull my driver out. I've put it on the island uh, both times, uh, almost aced it in one of them. And I threw the worst shot of the weekend. <laughs> the same driver I just crushed on hole 16. Um, yeah, just didn't put any angle on it, flipped over, turned into a roller. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. So, so Hashtag um, thrower content. <laughs> exactly. So I'm in the ditch. Uh, I go to the drop zone, lay up. Uh, I'm parked for my four. He's got his nine, 10 meter putt to now win the tournament. And uh, he, he he misses it. Cage, bang. So I'm like, all right, we're on here. We've got to play off. We've got a whole one. Um, we do the flip. I win, and uh, same deal. I'm just like, I'm here to win, so let's go. Let's put some pressure on. Uh, and then I go to my trusty FD, throw it out there. It just flips a little too much. Doesn't really get the finish. Disappointing, but still probably my best drive on that hole this weekend. <laughs> uh, and then Hayden proceeds to absolutely crush one. It's the furthest I've seen anyone the weekend throw it down there. Like, ridiculous. Deep into the mouth of that tunnel. Like, on that left side where that bush kind of starts jutting in, he's down there. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. So, same deal. I get my FD, and I go, the only chance I have here, I'm so far away now, like 110 meters or something. Uh, the only chance I have is just to absolutely pump it at the trees on the left, hope it flips just enough, but not enough to go into the right bushes. Uh, and it's just, I couldn't have couldn't have thrown it more perfect. It's the best, you know, one of the best shots I could ever throw Flips up, bang, goes down there. Um, I'm pretty happy with myself then. <laughs> he throws his up shot, and he has to sort of do a bit of a hysery boy, and it skips, and it's skipping straight towards those bushes slash creek out of bounds. And I'm thinking, here we go, here we go, here we go. But it hits a tree and sits at like five meters. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a... Um, now I've got like an 11-meter putt or something like that um, to get my birdie. I have a crack, but um, yeah, she misses to the right, uh, and it puts me to about where he's at. And he's the he's the kind of guy where it's never him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. He's never out. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Oh, who do you reckon it is?" And same deal. My whole mentality is just like, "Whatever, it's fine to me." So bang, yeah. I can that part. 
but yeah, it's only five meters. He hits his and uh, he wins. So <laughs> no, no real regrets. Like I said, I how often I'm going to be standing there on a tee pad with uh, one shot that can just win me nationals. Uh, so I still don't regret the choice to lay it, not lay up, but, um, I probably would change my disc. I think, uh, in hindsight, go with a disc that I know and trust real well. So I probably would have, uh, I would have gone down swinging, trying to throw my firebird over the Creek rather than, uh, throw that destroyer that I don't use very much, but Hey, <laughs> uh, second place for me. So that's a long, a long winded version just to say a well done Hayden for Tenny first place. <laughs> Uh, and then myself in uh, second with uh, Jack Siphonoy rounding out the podium in third. But he was the one leading the day. It was really a two-horse race in the end. I ended up finishing five down on the round. Hayden finished six down. Our final score was next seven. So all of our work was done that day. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool battle, I must admit. Um, and yeah, I shot a thousand and eight rated round and I, and I lost, you know what I mean? Like shit, what am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah. Epic, epic. Uh, it was awesome to live vicariously through you all weekend. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we did some tips pre event and we talked about, um, you know, who's not ranked in the top 10 and who might perform all right. And a couple of people at the table gave you a rev up and, uh, looks like they're onto one, but who did you tip (laughs) to actually take it down? Uh, I, uh, I reckon I had Marcus in my head. Yep. I would have had Marcus, uh, yeah, Veloto or Vil and, uh, a fifth. So he did pretty well. Uh, he, he, he wasn't stoked. I can tell you that, especially after round two. And he said, he's like, I'm going in full send it mode. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, hot round three for him. So your fifth place, very well done. Who was your tip? I had Hayden McPherson, 15th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> not so not good. Not so good. One ahead there of our boy uh, Oscar. Correct. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I was, yeah, I don't know. It's it was hectic. Uh, just felt great. It's the best I've ever thrown. Uh, just to harp back on me for a second, I got a couple more things I want to throw out there. <laughs> please, I please the factor. We are here purely for the factor. <laughs> I won't take we, up we too call, much more of the people's a, time. We called this a few episodes ago. That, uh, you know, you the self-proclaimed factor and uh, boy, were we onto something early. <laughs> uh, so the uphill par five, I've never birdied that before this weekend and uh, did it day one. Uh, day two just got unlucky with a roll, like it landed up there, rolled away and then missed the putt from the bushes. And day three did it so easy. Like I had a buzz approach. It was so easy. Um, all of a sudden I'm throwing really, really far. Don't know what's going on. Uh, and then normal hole one, so competition hole six. I've never come close to that hole in the two heads before. And my whole tournament at two heads before have been to just birdie that hole, even in practice, and never got close to it. And uh, parked it twice this weekend, like parked Huge. within a meter. So some wild shit's happening. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say, like, is we were talking. We I was pretty excited about eruption with that uh, six birdies in a row. And that was my highest rated round ever. And my event was higher rated than that one round. So these three here have combined to be higher rated than my highest ever rated round. So just wild shit. That's a six stat. (laughs) Yeah, just happy to be along for the ride. Um, Would have loved to have won just so they'd ask you know, what's the plan next, MPO? And I'm like, nah, bro, just wait till you see my next event. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, enough about me. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll crowbar in for many pods to come. <laughs> I would be disgusted if you didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, shout out to a guy named Jack Maffey. I know he's not listening because uh, he's from New Zealand. He was on my card round one and was a jet just came out like on fire burning a whole bunch of the first holes uh cooled off a little bit but um i think was our leader oh and he was starting with me going into it in around two but more importantly it was just a jet like an awesome dude uh a lot a lot of fun real nice guy and um yeah not a surprise most of the new zealand crew were dope but yeah jack maffey just 
instantly got along with him and he's like an all-time guy for me now. Would love, love to be on a card with him again. So much fun. So big shout out him. Nice shout out. Nice shout out. I'm sure he's listening. I yeah. think there was I think there was another division that played. Yes. Sorry, there was a couple more. We better get Okay. Them. Sweet. <laughs> MP40. Oh yeah, a few more. All right, let's go. We might have to punch through these ones. Sorry guys. No, no, no. We're, I promise I'll good. never do a good nationals ever again. <laughs> uh MP40. Um we we got this wrong. Did we? Uh, like, well, one player in particular. We said there was a lead card and True. then the rest. True. Yeah. Lead yeah. card and then a rest. And then um, some guy, Aaron Curell, just comes out of nowhere with uh, a minus four, minus four, round one and two. Yeah. He was way out in front. Uncatchable, yeah. unbackable favorite after two rounds. And yeah, I was like, boy, boy, did we mess this one up. Yeah, six-shot lead going into the final round. Yeah. Uh, but coughed it up. A mere 14 strokes ahead of Chris Finn going into the final round. Wow. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yes, he did not hold on, hence why we'd never heard of him. Mm, there you go. So uh, it ended up coming down. I think it was the last hole, and uh, I, I believe both Ryan Johnson and Simon Feasy birdied it to push him uh, one ahead of Aaron. Correct, correct, and going to another playoff. Sick. I yep. missed this one, but you watched it. What was the details? I, I was there. I was there uh, for sure. It was epic. For, to be honest, it started on hole 18. Um, they both step up. They both clear the island. They both put it to circle two. Um, Feezy's at like 13 metres, Ryan at 12. Um, Feezy steps up first. Bang. Ice in veins. Massive circle two part, huge. Few people in the gallery, including Chris Finn, just call it right there, right then. They're like, no way Ryan's stepping up to hit this part now after that. Bang! Hits it. Heart of soul stuff. Um, and he was he was doing cartwheels at this point, like literally doing cartwheels after hitting that part. <laughs> That's elite. Uh, which was epic. And they're like, sick, playoff. Um, and then they both birdie hole one. Just like, bang bang, just amazing, epic, epic like precision, precise golf, um, and then Ryan makes the island by about two feet, and it's, they go to hole seventeen next, and uh, Feezy doesn't. Damn. Uh, and that 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 that's basically wrote. all all you need to know at that point. Um, yeah. Not only did he make the island, he um, you know, he put it to you know five or six meters. So, you know, Feezy was forced to run the drop zone part and uh, did not hit it. Mm, there you go. Well, well done, Ryan Johnson. That's back-to-back Nationals wins for him. MA1 and now MP40. Yeah. So, uh, watch out, MPO, next uh, next year. I do like – I listened back to our pod because obviously I was drunk and couldn't remember a thing that we said. <laughs> um, and we gave we gave him a bit of hype. We, we, we didn't back him in, but – we, we did mention on a number of occasions how good he was and that, you know, um, he was going to be in the mix with those big dogs. And, uh, yeah, that's a huge victory. Yeah, I remember uh, I didn't tip him, but when it got round to everyone tipped, I was like, how has no one tipped him? I was like, surely someone has to. But um, yeah, I should have stepped up, changed my mind. <laughs> now, well done to him. Simon in second. Another great performance for Simon. He's always good at Aussie Nationals. Uh, Aaron, yeah, disappointing final round, but third place, still very good. Uh, one ahead of, uh, well, a few strokes ahead of our man, Ruben Berg. Yes. Uh, just a little bit of a down tournament for him, but, um, yeah, can't win them all, I guess. No, apparently not. <laughs> uh, and then in the FPO, so we touted this as a... Sarah versus Cassie event with uh, Jennifer Lahn maybe maybe putting up a fight. And maybe. Jeez, we were wrong on that one as well, weren't we? We were. We were. Um, yeah, Jennifer just comes out with the plus three round one um, and it gaps the field a little bit immediately and then, um, yeah, proceeds to shoot the hot round of round two as well and no catching her after that. 
Nah, she was great. Like we we watched a lot of the live coverage for the FBO because we got up in the morning and was just checking it out. And she's incredible. She's got a ripper backhand and a strong forehand, and she can putt. Like she's just she's a very good disc golfer. Uh yep. I yeah couldn't agree more. I think you know Sarah's a golfer's golfer for mine. Um, Cassie's an experienced stalwart with like a lot of the tricks as well, but Jennifer just it, it, Jennifer's play it it felt you know obviously those first two rounds significantly above rating. It was just hard to kind of fathom that she was lower rated than the pair of those two because her drive was just sheer, like had him covered by some meterage and a half mm-hmm. and like has a serviceable sidearm and can putt. So I'm like, that's a 900 rated golfer if I've ever seen one. Yeah, easy. easy. Yeah. Um, nah, fantastic there. And uh, Sarah Lee in second, Tosh rounding out in third and uh, Cassie unfortunately had to pull out. She had the, the first round and... There was uh, uh, an incident on one of the holes that uh, I think she had counted a hole wrong and, and not realised. And then, um, yeah, I'm sure everyone knows now, but uh, someone had made up a, a you know an unfortunate meme about her and then put it out on shenanigans for everyone to see. And, um, yeah, which is just not on. And that shook her, and I think... Um, yeah, I think just too much. I think she tried to get out there for round two and shake it off, but it seemed to clearly be affecting her, and, and uh, so she pulled out and stuck around and was caddying for Tosh and you know trying to trying to still you know bring joy to the event, which is which is great by her, but um, yeah, real shit form there by uh, Ben Powley. We can name and shame happily. Um, yeah, no good. If he knew it was going to be. Uh, if you didn't think it was going to be dodgy, then you oh, would yeah. have posted it anonymously. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, maybe a challenge to name and shame, given that he had to put it up anonymously. But uh, the word is out, and we obviously have uh, we know where it came from. And yeah, I'll be surprised, obviously, if we don't circle back to this later in the podcast. Um, just no, there's no room for that uh, in any sports, um, and there's definitely no room for that in uh, Australian disc golf. No good. All right, so moving on to the MPO. And uh, you said you'd played a lot of disc golf, so I'm not not looking for your name quite at the top of the list. Nope. Is that, is that correct? Please don't. <laughs> no worries. We'll, uh, we might just slide past you. But someone who barely even played, like I don't know if he was out on the course, that's how little he played. Uh, Luke Bain, what an event. Oh, Jesus Christ. You ever seen anything like it? No, I just, it boggles the mind when I look at those numbers again. Yeah, it's just out of control. An enormous first round in in the perfect conditions. That's the best conditions that uh, the course has ever had. And uh, puts a 12 down, which was originally what you said would be the best score of the weekend. Stand by it. Yeah, and (laughs) 10.55 rated golf. Absolutely incredible. We were just like, oh, damn. All right, Bainey's here to play. And then around two, when it was the worst conditions of the weekend, it was wet uh, and dodgy, he just was on another level. Yeah. We were we were back at the house. We went straight back after our rounds to shower and keep warm, and we had the live coverage on, and it was just park after park, after park. Oh, he put it to 12? No worries. Cash the putt. Uh, insane. 14 down. Birdie fest. What do, you, what do you even do with that? 14 down in the worst conditions of the weekend. No Ten. eagles. <laughs> Just birding every hole. Yeah. And then uh, one bit of trouble he gets in hole 17. Misses the island. Don't worry about it. I'll just hit it from the drop zone. Of course. Yeah, of course. Why would you miss it? Yeah. 1081 golf. It's got to be. It's got to be the highest rated round anyone's ever done, any Australian's ever done. Second. Uh, second? Who's second. higher than that? Dylan Feldman. Wow. 10, okay. 1082. Damn. Right. When was that? I want to say Inverley. Let me get my stats up. Mm-hmm. But 
you would think that, and I, I, I appreciate that that's what you would think as well, but I'll jump into rating detail right here. I'll sort by rating 1082. I tell a lie. Oh, there is an asterisk. There is an asterisk because cool. I, found, I found the event that it happened at. The league? Uh, no, no, it was not a league. They're not a league. It was at Bald Hill Open, oh. the, uh, the infamous... Oh, uh, the lucky 13. Lucky 13. Yeah, you could strike that one from the record books. <laughs> that that is sadly an asterisk. I'm just yeah. gonna I'll, I'll to give some context to why that's an asterisk. Um, I have a round in there at a thousand and nine. I don't yep. shoot a I don't shoot a thousand rated golf. I think Chris Scott might have a thousand rated round in there as well. I think I have a four hundred rated round at that one. Yeah, Matthias Matthias has a ten twenty three rated round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I, we love Dylan. I like. I could not love Dylan more if I wanted to. But oh, I thought I thought he did it at a more genuine event. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed to see. Yeah, at that Bald Hill 13 hole course is not yeah. what Bainey did. No. <laughs> no, but uh, why? But why we're there? Just because he's going to get a rev up. Daz shot a 920 rated round at that event. There you go. <laughs> A mere 11 shots behind Dylan over 13 holes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Andrew Fish, um, ten, genuine 10-15 golfer, and he had a 10-15 weekend, and he got smoked by 10 strokes. Like, yep. Bane is just on another level at the moment. You said he would have to play poorly to lose. Yeah. Or an Australian would have to play out of their mind. And Bane went with option B. Yeah, exactly. I just I didn't think anyone was going to play better than ten fifteen golf. To be honest, yeah, comfortably better. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, well done, Bane. Fish in second, and then uh, tied with our man Dave Perry. Well done, Dave. Another big second place. Um, also very good at this golf. He was my tip. DP was my tip. He was. That was a good tip by you. I'm happy with that. And then uh, the aforementioned Dylan Feldman, it's his first tournament since Nationals last year, and he's still the fourth bestest golfer on the day. Uh, incredible stuff. He went, uh, what did he do? He went... Neg three, uh, neg eight on the crappy day, and then yeah. a neg four. But his first three holes on day one and two, he went birdie, birdie, eagle, both days. <laughs> <laughs> both Casual. day one and two I was Casual. Like, oh yeah so yeah now well done having him back uh blake houston in fifth and then our man leo dykes tied with alex canaston uh in six so sick tournament by leo sixth place at nationals neg 13 for the weekend just out of control Yep, I definitely, uh, the Battle of the Middleweights was one of the head-to-heads uh, head -head that I threw out there, him versus cool. Tim Bowen. Um, <laughs> and yeah, fair to say Leo's got one back there. Yeah, just 13-stroke victory. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then our man, our, our, definitely our man, Dazza, with a 10-25 rated final round, pulling himself up to eighth place at Nationals. Well done, Daz. Neg what, 11 event. What's his, what's his actual name? Darren Ace Smith. <laughs> Nailed it. Well done. Well done. Darren Ace Smith. Another tournament ace. He's off at the chops with those things. That is wild. So I'd finish my round, done the playoff, and then sort of shaked a few hands, kissed a few babies, and then uh, made my <laughs> way up to uh, Dazza to carry his bag for him. And that is the hole I met him at. I got him at hole 13, and uh, he was in pretty good spirits because he was playing well. And then flips up this beauty. It rides the left-hand side the whole way and then just psh, straight in the chains. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, you can stick around. <laughs> so amazing tournament by him. Um, yeah, very well done. Not much else to be said, but sick job, Dazza. Yeah, epic performance. His name's going to possibly come up later when I bring out my stats. Nice. Uh, and then Atticus Jackson Sullivan and uh, Patrick Robertson rounding out the top 10, the last people taken cash. Um, my other head-to-head -head that I want to mention, I'm actually, I, I was very happy. All my head-to-heads in hindsight were uh, 
pretty good. So obviously I had Leo versus Tim, and yeah, that was a, pretty close. Thirteen a, strokes. But no, what I was going to say is a <laughs> lot of people, a lot of people went Tim and yeah, went the yeah, other true. way. True. So I backed that in. Then I had Reinhardt versus Ryan Dr. One shot between them. That's a good one. Uh, Reinhardt pips him. Well done, Reinhardt. And then my other one was bloody Feezy versus the field. Yeah, and, and that almost, came down to a playoff. And that goes down to a playoff. So I'm pretty happy with my uh, head-to-heads. I like it. Yeah, well, yeah. I had uh, Gareth Morgan versus oh, second place in huge, MA1. Huge, And at the time, I remember thinking back and going, well, you didn't beat second place, but that's not what I said. When I re-listened to the pod, yep. um, I just said you would have to qualify for first and second, and he would have finished equal first uh, with myself and Hayden. So... Yeah, right there, he covered. So anyone who said Gareth, which I think was all of us, good job. Well done. Um, and then I was too much of a bitch to put myself versus, um, what's his name, Henry? Because I Henry? thought he was going to smoke him. Uh, I thought he was going to smoke me, but oh boy, was I wrong. Eat a dick, Henry. I still got you covered, mate. <laughs> uh, because Chris Hart couldn't fo- play, unfortunately. He was my tip I was against, but pretty confident I would have had him as well. Uh, and then, uh, what was my third one? Do you remember? Um, oh, I had, you, uh, Gar- I had, yeah, I had Jono yeah. versus, uh, Seb. Seb and, uh, Seb smoked him, I think. No, oh, yeah, not too bad. Five, six strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Seb yeah, got it done. Not too many places, but six strokes. So, and we all backed, uh, Jono. we all backed Jono on then. So whoopsies. Whoops. <laughs> Nice. All right, so you said you got some stats. What stats do you got for us? All right, all right. So I'm going to try to break this down for the listeners. What I've done is I've ignored divisions, and I've ranked everyone uh, based on their PDGA rating, uh, which was really nice to do given the fact that it was like uh, the pro weekend. Everyone rocked up with ratings. Um, so obviously you're going to find, uh, you know, the MPO field, uh, sitting comfortably at the top when it's ranked by that with a couple of, um, MP forties with some MA ones finding their way into the top 20. Then I've taken where they finished against the field and I've calculated a difference on that statistic. I've also done, I've also taken ratings and their event rating, and I've done a calculation on the difference, uh, for those as well. I think I'm gonna really like these stats. I think I think these stats might you might feature. So let's start. Uh, let's start early with uh, the rating difference. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of names that we've already been shouted out here, and obviously they're going to be at the top. So, uh, but a couple that haven't. Okay, so the name at the top of the board for the standout performance for the entire weekend is a man Atticus? by the no, oh, is sorry. a man by the name Adiscus slides into second, shooting Ooh. 59 rating points above his rating. This chap shot an average of 69 rating points above his rating for the event, uh, coming in 11th in MA1. All right, this is Broden Sherrick. Oh, yeah, with a 9 to 8, nine to eight event, just absolute domination to roll over to my second stat he goes into the weekend ranked 104th okay so 103 players rated higher than him overall he plays 49th he placed placed in the top 50 um atticus also finds himself pretty friendly in that stat 59 above i've already said it there's one other player that also averaged 59 above their rating and that is yourself alan brunsting Let's go. Um, and then we've got, you know, Darren's in there, 54, Leo Dykes, 51, and Sam Ockerby, 50. Um, so that's huge. Now let's go into the place uh, differential. You'll find it's a pretty similar leaderboard. Um, Broden, I, I already mentioned, Allen goes into the weekend, ranked 63rd against the entire field. Places against the entire field, 16th. Ooh, I'll take that. Yeah, top 20. I'll take that. You've got Atticus, um, um, 53rd ranked, finished 11th. That's big. Uh, um, Alistair Don, ranked 92nd, uh, comes in 58th. 
Nice. Uh, but our man finishes top 10, okay? Daz comes in eighth against the entire field, um, but went into the event ranked 40th. Big. That's a great get by Daz. What a great weekend. It is an awesome weekend. Let's scroll to the bottom of said list. <laughs> there are two Victorians that find themselves at the very bottom of the, uh, of the list. You have someone goes into the weekend ranked 33rd and finished 67th. All right, 34. Can I guess, can I guess who that is? You, uh, you can, yes. Uh, Chris Ronalds? Wrong. That is... <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, you're higher than... Sorry. Yeah, you're higher yeah, than 33rd. That right? was uh, another young father himself shared the plane with him, Jackson Adams. Oh, yeah. It wasn't his event. <laughs> uh, you have also... Finishing 34 uh, with a differential of negative 34. Someone goes into the weekend ranked 18th, top 20 better. ranked. That sounds better. <laughs> finishes outside the top 50, finishes 52nd overall. That is the one and only Chris Ronalds. Oh, no. Um, there's another name I just would I would kick myself for not mentioning down this end of the list as well, though. Um, Please do. An- another Chris goes into the event ranked 12th uh, with obviously as Jono, you know, possibly a bit of a neck brace going on, feeling pretty good about himself, finishes 42nd, Chris Finn, uh, a differential of negative 30. Um, Yeah, I mean, who am I to try to throw stones? Um, (laughs) We may as well. We we shut the bed hard. Um, (laughs) I know the other a couple of ones, a couple of people like that finish like bang on kind of thing. You know, you've got Aiden Howard goes into the event ranked twenty one, finished twenty first. Mm. Blake Houston ranked fifth, finished fifth. There you J- go. James Meddings seventy second, finished seventy second. Ryan Goad ranked eighty first, finished eighty first. <laughs> That's crazy. Casper <laughs> Carr Howard rated. Ranked 89th, finished 89th. Amazing. So um, I did like that. Um, anyway, I can nerd out on it because that they happen to be the uh, the players that obviously shot really close to their rating as well. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So anyway, uh, some did well, some are not so well. <laughs> nice. I love that. Good good stats by you. Pen, pens, pens out, you're in. <laughs> no, we'll take them all. All right, we better switch our focus back to Melbourne because we've got the club champs yes. coming up soon in a couple of weeks. And um, they put out the today's the final date to get your By stuff the time in. you hear this, you will have like half an hour left to submit your entry. Yeah. Uh, and I saw that one Ryan Deer managed to get his tips in. He did. Yep, and he actually he ends up being ranked above me even though one of his rounds is like poo-rated. <laughs> Yes, I did notice His other that. Other two were just out of control. There's a couple of couple of names missing though. Yeah, no Leo, no Marcus. Yep. So it's all up for grabs still. So yeah, very interesting. What um, uh, anything you seen? Uh yes. Um, obviously we um. Taryn Anderson performed really well across the league. Finds himself in Division A. You've got Sandbagger himself, Tim Ware, finding himself in Division A. Um, I, I just, they, they, they just, they might be in a bit of trouble. A couple of these players, <laughs> I think so. Will they smash me? Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> never. But the rest of the field might have something to say. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I can't wait. Um, yeah, we should have uh, the final ones out there soon, and then uh, yeah, we can talk about that one next week. I think. Yeah, getting keen. Well, like, yeah, I'm so pumped for a big weekend next weekend. Um, obviously, this rolling straight into the Summer Cup revival, um, the Melton Creaky Blinders event. Big. Now, it's only been subtly mentioned uh, on this potty, and and that's about it. Like, it's like in maybe a chat somewhere for a couple of Melton players to jump in there. And there is, as it stands, there is only six slots left in that comp. All right. Well, well, better tell the people what, uh, if if they want to be the first six people in, what are they getting? Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. So first of all, get over to the ADG sanctioned event website. 
get in there. Um, this is a free event. You are getting a players packed gift and a free lunch um, and a wicked 36 um, hole tournament. Um, so get amongst it. It's going to look a little bit like um, our Throllers 1.0 in the sense that there will be four divisions as coined by me. I'm actually grappling with that hard. I've got, <laughs> I've got like too big a spread and not big enough spread, but I'll, I'm going to balance it out. I'm not. There's going to be a bunch of people upset with what divisions they land in, but bad luck. Um, <laughs> Become it's a free TD. Event. Don't yeah. get blamed. Yeah, yeah, become a TD if you uh, <laughs> want to choose divisions. It's part of the fun. Um, and are you obviously, if you know, if you're genuinely and unhappy, just please unregister. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, we're gonna just play the Melton layout. I've been playing around with like the fact that there's gonna be backups, and you got hole eleven, which is a bit snug to hole one, and right, and I stuff it. We're playing that layout. People can wait. Um, there's 36 of us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love it. Love it. The food sounds incredible too from what you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the prizes and the players pack stuff looks really, really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed to miss out. Nah, stoked. Um, and <laughs> yeah, thanks for being the uh, TD as per the PDJ website. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting pretty long into it now, so we won't go too much longer. We've got the Street League finals coming up this weekend so uh, we'll, yeah we'll probably talk about more of that uh next week but uh yeah unfortunately i can't play um i don't think you can make it either nope i won't be there <laughs> but we've got some pretty good uh similar replacements i think so uh hopefully the boys will get it done and i'm very very keen to uh yeah see how it all shakes out um yeah disappointed to miss that i would have made the original date just so you know darren but hey <laughs> glad glad you changed it um and then uh on sunday the uh rudolph riot will be on so um yeah we'll have to check in on how that went plenty of eagles heading over there for that so we'll uh we'll talk about them next week i think for sure uh and then uh we'll tease i think once all the disc golf's played we might do one more episode before the end of the year and um yeah a bit of a christmas special slash awards night yes so um i think we've got a lot of uh awards already in our head but uh please hit us up with some awards you think would be good to give out so you know we'll do some things like best spotlight best not light um stuff like that our traditional segments and some other fun things that we can come up with but yeah if you've got a best such and such or most this and that's that you think would be funny and uh, have suggestions for a person to win it, then let us know. Yeah, maybe something. Maybe we need like a as voted as voted by our listeners, like best drive by. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything you can think of that's a best something, um, hit us up. And um, I've actually already had a a real sponsor hit us up to be a part of it. And uh, I just said, if you could just find something funny, we'll plug your shit for free. So um, if anyone has a good sponsor or a good whatever, just hit us up with that and you can uh, you can be the sponsor of a trophy. Um, or not a trophy. We're not giving any actual prizes Dig out. But digital okay. trophy. <laughs> a digital trophy. Um, but yeah, if you've got something funny, uh, a tagline or something or other, hit us up. Um, but yeah, I think that should be, that could be cool. That'll be, yeah, probably our last pod for the year in a few weeks' time. Awesome. Um, I'm actually going to go early with an award uh, during it. during my Spotlight Not Light segment. Love it. Perfect segue into that. Brilliant. I love that. Well, I can, I'm going to get us. I'm going to go early with. I'm going to go with Spotlights first. Yeah. Got a couple of honourable mentions for Spotlights, and that has to go to Tosh Frequent and uh, Maddie Buckets Farina. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, via our socials. I'm sure you have. But obviously, Spotify Wrapped has come out. And uh, those two uh, are such avid listeners that that has come out as their number one podcast for their year. Um, and that they've shared that via their socials and obviously accordingly tagged us. And uh, that's just huge, epic. Um, particularly happy with Farina's that has one, two, three, four ranked uh, with uh, – 
our sales at number one, and if you scroll, 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 scroll down to third, you might find the tee off in third. <laughs> there you go. That's my honorable like mention. That. Uh, my actual spotlight, um, no, no question. Obviously, we'll crowbar it in here again. Epic performance by yourself at Nationals, Alan. Huge. Couldn't have happened uh, to a better bloke uh, on tour. Um, and it, just your speech at the end, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the sponsors are going to come knocking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah, my, uh, my honourable mention has to go to Paul Arden. He got inducted into the ADG Hall of Fame, and uh, very rightly so. So, great club man for us. Most of the people... Won't know too much about him, but he's on our board and has been on the board for ages. Um, and yeah, it's just done a lot for disc golf for our club and uh, more importantly for Australia. He's like ADG number like five or something like that. Um, and just a real good dude. I uh, got to catch up with him at Nationals, which was cool because I haven't seen much of him lately. Um, he's dropped about 20 odd kilos, so no one's seen much of him lately. <laughs> uh, but no, well, well deserved Paul. Congratulations to that. Also a huge shout out to the parks media crew and the guys doing the live, uh, coverage. It was incredible. Uh, like I said earlier, you and I, we watched it every morning for the FPO, watched a bit of it with the, uh, MPO guys afterwards as well. After our rounds, checked in a bit of it. And yeah, the video is just amazing. Like done a fantastic job with the cameras. Uh, the guy doing the angles and stuff, like swapping between them uh, was amazing. And uh, the commentary was really good all weekend. So a uh, big shout out to Emma, Jace and Maddie. Um, I can't remember who the special guest was that had come in for the final one. But uh, yeah, they did an amazing job and it's such a cool feature of it. Like it was really cool to wake up each morning and uh check it out and i'm sure for people watching at home uh who got to check on both the rounds like it was uh it was really cool and uh, i can't wait to see the spice together footage on gatekeeper sometime soon uh and then my actual not light is just how good's this golf uh your actual a... spotlight <laughs> yeah my actual spotlight is just how good this golf we had a, we had a wicked weekend down in tasmania a lot of fun with friends uh, all just hanging out, drinking, playing cards, great food. Like I said, I met new cool people and yeah, just a, just a very enjoyable time. Um, and I think I pointed out, um, somebody had said on like a, on a speech or something or other, like, you know, disc golf has done so much for me. And, and I was telling, I was like, well, has it like, does it really do anything for people? And then I think Gareth pointed out, he's like, well, <laughs> like we're here, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> having fun. I was like, yeah, true, true. So, um, yeah, my spotlight just goes to uh, disc golf. Yeah, love that. I <laughs> uh, remember sitting out on uh, the back deck, staring out at the stars. Um, obviously, having another drink to round out the evening, or what was the early morning at that point, and you know, proclaiming that we were finding ourselves in that one percent bracket. And um, there's just been many a disc golf weekends where I found myself in the one percent bracket of the world. So. Yep, that is a great spotlight by you. Nice. All right, uh, what about on the other side? All right, so on the other side, um, obviously, collectively, we, we've we already touched on it, but that there's a glowing, um, obvious, not light to be had. Um, not to dive too uh, much back into that, but poor form. And Yep, uh, 100%. Yep. It's hopefully... Um, it'll be dealt with accordingly, uh, and lessons have been learnt, um, and hopefully we can move forward. But I, I, I need to go early with an award. Okay. Oh yeah, please do. There, this award, uh, it's going to be immediately obvious who's going to win this award once I tell you the trophy name. The trophy name is Sandbag of the Year. <laughs> Were you aware? Were you aware that there was someone competing in MA1 that has not only not only uh, been competing in MPO for uh, a number of months, but is also a cash recipient 
in MPO this year. <laughs> I was not, but I just found him. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, if you're going to go into an event, the highest rated in a protected division, you go in with a target on your back. Essentially, that target is you better not win or you are a true sandbagger. And Hayden Fatini, with his bottle of wine with the lid still on, you, my friend, deserve a not light. You cannot cash an MPO and then go, yeah, but you know what? I'm just going to go sling it with the MA1 boys. Um, that is the definition of sandbagging right there. There you go. I did not notice that. I never looked at it. I saw that he was the highest rated guy in our division, but I uh, yeah, didn't realize he was playing pro. Four pro events this year, right? Interesting. Couple of podiums <laughs> and some cash. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. There you go. That's cool. I yep. shouldn't even be in MA1. I should definitely be in MA2, but yeah, that's fine. That's good. We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. Good, uh, <laughs> good pickup by you. Um, I don't know. It's very rare that I don't have a knot light, but um, yeah, there's nothing I can read besides, you know, the obvious that we went with uh, Parley, but um, no, I don't know, man. Uh, I think it was just a good time. So no, no knot lights for me. Like that. Fitting. We're getting cool. there. The, gear, the gear's wrapping up. It is. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, long one. And again tonight, guys, um, uh, a lot of it was about me. So, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll catch you all next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out.